I get it. Marketing is becoming harder. New privacy features are making it tougher to target individual customers. The cost of paid social is skyrocketing. And it feels like you need an editorial team just to create enough content to break through the clutter. That's where Impact's partnership automation technology can help you connect with other brands, affiliates, influencers, and content creators on a performance basis to help you grow revenue, delight customers, and reach new audiences. Visit impact.com forward slash growth to learn more or jump back over to episode 81 where we hear how Booktopia is driving 219% growth through the power of partnerships with Impact. Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous guests of Add to Cart where we ask them five quick questions to understand more about them and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get through your Friday. Today's checkout features Justin Hilberg, who's the Managing Director of SurfStitch. SurfStitch were one of Australia's first true online retail businesses and have led the way in developing customer-centric retail experiences. Today, SurfStitch continue to lead in the beach lifestyle business and are making some huge moves in product range expansion, customer loyalty, and lifestyle content. All right, Justin, I have five checkout questions to know a little bit more about you. All right, number one. What is the weirdest thing that you have ever bought online? Oh, good question. I actually bought a vertical herb garden two weeks ago for my balcony that is solar-powered, self-watering and removable little pots, five levels sitting on a stand, Australian-made, over well, over-engineered for what it was. <laughs> you sure uh, it's I made for herbs? It. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are. That's fascinating because we had Michael from Prezi on last week and his weirdest thing was that he bought Greek herbs online. So we've got two oh, herbs wow. in a row. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Herbs are a big online market. Number two, who is your favorite retailer? My favorite retailer at the moment. Hmm, good question. I really like what some of the directs are doing. I mean, Apple always kind of stands up as kind of the epitome of retail. Everyone would love to be able to do what they've done. I think Nike is doing a pretty good job as well at creating that space. So I think those guys do a, a good job in the kind of direct-to-consumer space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the some of the kind of digital native vertical brands are also doing a pretty good job. Um, I've noticed them pop up a lot in my feed and I find myself spreading my wallet a lot more thinly um, across multiple different brands that just really talk to me. So, yeah, I, I don't know if I've got one specific mm. one right now. I'm really into my sort of outdoor camping, beach holidays, gardening. So anyone that kind of <laughs> um, hits me in that realm, I'm an avid purchaser online. So, um, yeah, take your pick. Beautiful, mate. Do you sometimes look at the direct-to-consumer startups now and go, God, I wish it was that easy in 2008 when we started. Absolutely, yeah, all, all the time because we one, one area that we've really struggled to gain traction in is our social engagement because we're a men's business, a women's business, a kids' business, a surf business, an outdoor business, a footwear business. Tying all that in under one kind of social hanger is really difficult. Like you can't talk to all consumers in one channel like that under surf stitch. So we 
we've just struggled to get traction and we watch some of these upstarts i call them upstarts but <laughs> startups um yeah we watch some of those guys that just eclipse us and triple us and quadruple us in a matter of months and years in what took us 10 years um, yeah. to get to that same point so absolutely wish we could go back in time <laughs> number three which retail fad do you wish was history oh boxing day mm-hmm. yeah I'm, i mean that the, the whole event of Boxing Day is becoming a little obsolete, I, I feel, but it's still one of those things that drives me crazy how people still feel like they need to line up in front of a store and um, massive crowds and poorly working air conditioners and really shitty shopping experience um, and fights and all that kind of stuff. So I true, think, isn't it? It's a really ugly kind of retail experience, so I wish that was retired. Especially with the bringing up of Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Click Frenzy and everything that goes on around that late October, early November period, it is almost like, can we just get rid of Boxing Day and give our retail teams a little bit of a Christmas break? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Overdue. Number four, can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? Uh, I guess from a, a podcast perspective i think you do a pretty good job bushy thank you um, mate. right here yep i've been listening to one that's very u.s centric but i think it's got a few relevant takeouts the jason and scott show i don't know if you cool yeah yeah, yeah. listen they're great yeah yeah they're good guys they they're really kind of e-com thoroughbreds so yeah. but they have they have a lot of u.s insights that haven't really made it out into the shores of oz yet and they talk about a lot of know emerging delivery solutions and different tech solutions that um, might only exist in the US so I think some of the trends that they've talked about over there have kind of come out here in in the preceding months or years um, afterwards so that's one that I kind of kick on if I'm going for my walk along the beach it's a good shout, mate. It's um, oh, I like how you just drop drop in the walk along the beach with your podcast. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a good shout though because they're they're right at the edge of that tech and innovation for retail. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes for that one. And last one I've got for you, number five. Finish this sentence. The future of retail is is really exciting. I think the next three years are going to really accelerate digital retail, which is better for everybody. It's better for retail in general, but it's better for the consumer. So I think there'll be a bit of a cleanup process that won't be easy for everybody, but the emergence of technology and just making things easier for for customers to access product will just be on light speed, I think, from here for the next sort of three to five years. So, yeah, I think it's really exciting. And it's overdue, particularly in our market. Brilliant, mate. And you are set up brilliant, brilliant, I can't even speak Friday afternoon. You set up brilliantly, (laughs) Jesus, to to take advantage of it. So um, really looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the coming months and years. Thank you very much for joining us, Justin. Thanks, Nate. It's been my pleasure. To hear more from Justin, jump back into episode 60 where Justin shares the story of SurfStitch's journey from market darlings to involuntary administration and now back to driving innovation in online retail. It's an extremely inspiring and honest account of a wild ride in online retail. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart. Cart.